Okay, so it's May the 15th, which means that it's uh, day 712 of lockdown. Uh, these are more unfiltered, uncensored, unedited thoughts from my brain. And to start with, I need to tell you about the greatest thing that I ha- have ever seen. Um, I want you to what I want you to do is right now. Uh, don't finish listening to me like ramble because this is more important than it. It is the most important thing. I need you to go on YouTube. I've recommended it before. It's great. You should get onto YouTube. It's really good. You should actually be like three quarters of the way through YouTube by now. But you might not have reached this majestic... Majestic. Yeah, that's right. Majestic. That's how I'm pronouncing that word. Not majestic. Majestic. This is my audio log. I can pronounce words however I want. And in this case, I accidentally said majestic. So I'm I'm going with it. It's like, uh, that's an improv thing, where there's, uh, it's a philosophy, there's no mistakes in improv. Uh, but there is actually some mistakes. The, the, the word is majestic, Mara. Uh, this majestic video, I need you to go on YouTube, and I need you to search for Kiss From A Rose, sung by Seals. Now, that's not Kiss From A Rose, sung by Seal. Uh, although, you can watch that video if you want. That is, uh, is an incredible music video for an incredible song uh, but no I said song by seals seals as in multiple seals uh, and if you're wondering what is that what could that be and uh, I'll, I'll tell you it's the song the 1994 classic kiss from a rose by the recording artist seal sung by seals I legitimately laughed for about 10 minutes after watching this video because even though it is exactly what it says it is on a tin you still don't expect it right you can expect that you'd know what Kiss from a Rose by Seal song by Seals would sound like and I'm here to tell you that you're wrong and what it actually sounds like is so much better I'm gonna. I almost left a pause so that you could go and watch it, but don't pause. You can, you can pause this. There's, you can pause my voice. There's like a pause button on uh, either on the, the web site, uh, marjoyloves.com, or uh, on the podcatcher that you've used to download this as if it was a podcast, which it is not. Yeah, you can do that. You can search for this on podcatchers if you don't want to keep. Like, genuinely, that's the thing you can do. How ridiculous is that? I don't know why you would do that. It's just me rambling for like between 20 minutes and a half an hour a day. Sometimes 15. <laughs> but genuinely, what you need to do is like subscribe to that if that's what you want to do. Uh, but listen, to, watch this video. You Watch the video as well. Like, it is the most perfect thing I have seen all quarantine and I've been watching some good stuff I've got to talk about some of the stuff I've watched uh, you know like I always do but oh my gosh uh, it helps that Kiss for a Rose by Seal is an incredible song it's also sort of been everywhere in my head recently uh, there's an episode of Community which I was watching where Jeff and the Dean uh, Craig Pelton oh, I said his full name uh, sing at karaoke that is delightful 
Um, there's a podcast that I listen to. Well, this is complicated. A podcast I listen to has a Patreon-only, exclusive other podcast in it. Uh, so Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which I've talked about many times on this, which is a, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast, uh, a rewatch podcast by two queer women. It's fantastic. Well, Kristen Russell, one of said queer women, uh, and Joanna Robinson, who has a podcast called uh, The Storm Podcast, which used to be A Storm of Spoilers, a Game of Thrones podcast, which I never listened to. Uh, they are doing, for the lockdown, a podcast a mini sort of podcast called uh, Feels Like the First Time, which is, you know, a pretty standard podcasty type of uh, format, um, which is fun. Kristen hasn't watched a bunch of, uh, like, franchise films, like, uh, so, and Joanna has, because that's her job, <laughs> so she picks, they pick, they get a franchise, they have two episodes in the first episode. Kristen talks to Joanna about what she thinks it's about. Joanna asks her some leading questions uh, and has some uh, uh, like quotes from the film that she has to finish uh, or like guess what a certain plot point is. Um, and then they have a second episode where they discuss what Kristen thought of the film and how wrong she was. Uh, and they recently, like the first one is Lord of the Rings, for instance. That's that's the level we're at here. They've done Alien, they've done uh, Mad Max, but mainly as an excuse to watch Fury Road. Um, because, of course. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, but the, most, the most recent one they finished, like the second part of, was Batman. Which is wild, because uh, there's a lot of Batman films. And they don't even do Batman Forever, uh, which I talked about yesterday. How confusing is this? Like it's all all, all tied together, you know. I'm standing at the, the at my cork board with my red string, just connecting all these pieces, which is just how my brain works. As I'm sure you've become aware over the past couple of weeks, if you've been listening to this, is that things just lead to other things, which lead to other things. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not going to go into that speaker analogy again. It, it, it was long, it took up time, and you can go back and check it anyway. Uh, I think that was the episode where I talked about seeing the cure in concert, uh, in a dream and in real life. But you know, who knows. Um, <laughs> what? So anyway, even, even though they didn't do uh, Batman Forever on this podcast, uh, they still knew, had knew enough, or they knew well enough, to finish that that podcast recording with the song "Kiss from a Rose" by Seal. Uh, and if you ever listened, uh, I've, I've recommended a podcast to you that you could only hear if you're already a Patreon of the other people's of the podcasts of other podcasts by those people. So if you're a Patreon of either Buffering the Vampire Slayer or the storm you can listen to it if you're not if not you can't so it's a pointless recommendation but yeah have you ever properly sat down and listened to kiss from kiss from a rose by uh seal uh, the lyrics are nonsensical uh i compare you to a kiss from a rose on the gray is that on his brain 
Is it grey matter? Or is on the grey, is it like in the moonlight? I don't think that's a saying, Seal. But I mean, I'm not going to deny that it's an incredible song. In fact, oh, another podcast recommendation. Uh, my friend uh, Jenny Laz, uh, who is an inc- oh, right, who I will recommend her music. Uh, she records music under the name Penlight, and her album is incredible. She's the musical director of my uh, improv group, and she's uh, she's like an incredibly talented human being. It's kind of ridiculous that she puts up with us because all we do is dick about on stage whereas what she does is like genuine art uh, but yeah um she recommended to me uh what we do a lot of long drives around the country or we did a lot of long drives around the country and uh she t- turned me on to uh that's a weird way of putting it um she introduced me to this is a better way of putting it uh, a podcast called strong songs uh which is a really good podcast it's a guy, uh, Kirk Hamilton, that's his name. We, I'm shocked that I remembered his name. Absolutely stunned. Because I don't do any research for this, so... And I, I wasn't even... I didn't even I, I, all I knew all I knew was I was going to talk about uh, seals <laughs> singing seal. <laughs> I'd rather be talking about other things. Uh, tangents. Um... What's his name? Oh yeah, Kirk Hamilton. I almost forgot it immediately there. Uh, who's a musician and just... He's quite an aff- affable chap. I love describing people as affable. Oh, and they are able to aff. Oh, God, I've never considered that word. But yeah, he's an affable chap. Uh, and he basically breaks down songs piece by piece and talks about why they are good. Uh, so like, I've listened to that one. Uh, there's one on th- by th- I Think by Franklin, uh, two different versions of it. There's one on I Will Always Love You, the two different Dolly Parton versions, and the Whitney Houston version. Uh, there's one on God Only Knows by the Beach Boys, which is great, because uh, there's a lot going on in that song. And there's one on Kiss from a Rose by Seal. And it proves just how complicated that song is. And if you think about it, it's like trying try and hum that song in your head uh, like from the very beginning from the the bit where it's like a, I think it's an oboe I think is what uh, Kirk pointed out to me that sort of um, that's what you want to hear in your ears right now is me trying to imitate a complicated musical uh, instrument <laughs> Uh, but anyway, and then try, and then there's some bat bat bass, right? Think about those. Now think about how complicated those are, right? Like seals, seals, pretty good, right? Uh, I say that have only being aware of three seal songs, which are Kashmiros, Crazy with Vanamsky, and uh, which is a great song, and Killer, which is technically by Adamski featuring Seal. Uh, and that's an incredible song. Like killer is a killer is a tune. Oh, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but even better than the than Killer by Adamski featuring Seal, and it's not going to be by um, a skiing man called Adam with some seals. That's not what's happening. Uh, there's a band. Uh, well, there was a band, a Scottish band called Sons and Daughters. They're a very Scottish band, actually. Uh, 
they were so, they were so Scottish that their lead singer was an Arab strap for a while. That's that's pretty Scottish. Uh, they uh, did a cover of Killer by Adamski, and it is incredible. Like, just a fantastic cover. Uh, and like, there's this whole thing where people were like, "You should release that as a single," but this was in two thousand and five. And uh, the Future Heads had just released Hounds of Love as a single, uh, their, their Kate Bush cover, and it had become like their biggest hit. To this day, it is still their biggest hit. Uh, they became known as the band that did that cover. To a lot of people, I love uh, Future Heads. Um, I saw that I saw Future Heads uh, live recently. Um, yeah, touring, like doing a fifteen-year anniversary tour. Of their first album, which includes their cover of uh, "House of Love," and it's so good. I, I I really miss going to concerts. I, I, I I'll finish one thought before I go into another. Uh, so, Sons and Daughters didn't want to be known as a band who did a comedy, like not a comedy cover, but a quirky cover. So, it's actually quite hard to. F- I think it. I don't know if it's on Spotify. I again, I don't know any research. Um. I haven't listened to it in a long time, but if you can find that cover, oh, listen to it. Also, just listen to Sons and Daughters. Uh, they were together until, like, I want to say 2015. That might be totally wrong. They definitely split up a while ago. But they released four albums, uh, of which uh, the first three are great, and the fourth one is pretty good, <laughs> which is a good hit rate. Uh, I will definitely, I'm going to investigate and see if any of them are still involved in making music. I think two of them are married. You don't care, you don't know them. But yeah, I miss, uh, I miss live concerts. Actually, the last time I saw Sons of Daughters was weirdly not at a Sons of Daughters concert, although I did see them a bunch of times. I saw them supporting Idlewild. Uh, I saw them at Tina Park. I saw them on their own twice. I also, weirdly, there's a band called The Decemberists, who are a band I absolutely love and adore. And recommend uh, they write like historical fiction songs. Uh, that's not all they do, but as a thing they do, uh, <laughs> like and they are named after uh, like they're a very smart historical band. They're from I think I'm pretty sure they're from Portland. They seem like they're from Portland. Uh, fronted by a gentleman named Colin Molloy. Uh, so they write these big epic narrative songs. Like they've got one suite of songs, which is to say three songs, and a song in three parts, based on uh, a Japanese folk, folk tale called The Crane Wife. Fantastic. And uh, they've got a song called The Mariner's Revenge Song, which is a story about a mariner uh, getting revenge on a a, a, a rake and gadabout uh, <laughs> uh, that, that ruined his poor mother. Um, it's fantastic, um, and it goes on for ages, and it's really, really good, and has some really oh, genuinely. Like, the Simmers are incredible. Uh, they've got a concept album called "The Hazards of Love," which is about a fairy queen tempting another rake. They love rakes and gadabouts. It's a big thing, and <laughs> the reason I keep saying rake and gadabout is because that is literally a lyric from the Mariner's Revenge song. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but I recommend them. Um, but yeah, they've, they've got a song called Sons and Daughters. And when I saw them, I've only ever seen the Decembers live once, and it really really annoys me. 
uh, I saw them performing live. Uh, they finished with the song Sons and Daughters with big balloons falling from the sky and the band Sons and Daughters joined them on stage. They they weren't like supporting them. Uh, so they just happened because they live in Glasgow and presumably they know one or some of the Decemberists and thought it'd be fun for them to come out under the song that shared their name. Um, it's hard to find Sons and Daughters online if I remember correctly because there's also the Australian soap that I believe that they're named after which I never watched but always knew the theme tune to because I think it was like I think they showed it on channel 4 at like 3 in the morning and I was a huge insomniac uh, but <laughs> I'd never watch it so I'd just flick it over and it'd be like coming on and it'd be like sons and daughters love and laughter I don't think that's the line uh, but yeah oh god I really miss going to live gigs that's something I'm looking forward to um, like really looking forward to, I like I I think it's just lie on the couch, uh, put YouTube onto some live performances. Um, usually like someone like Tegan and Sarah or Julianne Baker or, uh, who else? The Julianne Baker and Boy Genius are the are the, the ones I'm most listen to. Ah, oh, there's a there's a a live recording of. Julianne Baker doing a cover of uh, No Children by the Mountain Goats. Now, if you haven't heard No Children by the Mountain Goats, I think, okay, so apparently, I think I had briefly thought I was going to talk about uh, Leverage and Riverdale in today's episode, but I don't think I will now because I seem to have just been talking about music too much. <laughs> but there's a band called The Mountain Goats, which is basically just one guy, I think his name is John Darnell. I'd, and I'm not, this is the thing, I am not the Mountain Goats fan, like I know people who are huge Mountain Goats fans, I know people who claim that they only listen to the Mountain Goats like I think that's a meme, not meme it's not popular enough to be a meme, but that's a sort of joke amongst indie fans that uh, I only listen to the Mountain Goats I think it might be a t-shirt that the Mountain Goats put out uh, the Mo- Mountain Goats write these amazing character driven songs and my favourite of the songs is a song called No Children, which is about a couple. Uh, I think they write several songs about this couple. I'm, again, I'm not an expert on this. Uh, and, uh, oh man. Like, I've heard it multiple times. I had heard it lots of times over the years. It had been on playlists that I had, because I can't remember where I first heard it. But uh, last year, I remember the reason it came back into my. Into my into my consciousness was uh, there's a TV show called You're the Worst, which I highly recommend. If you can find it somewhere, I don't know if it's legally available in the country, which is really annoying. Because I keep keep wanting to recommend it to people, but it's very hard to recommend things where like I'm like, hey, you have to technically uh, slightly break the law to see this. Um, it was, uh, I think it might have. It's the kind of thing that should be uneven, uh, but it's about a relationship that shouldn't work uh, between two te- te- between two terrible people. Hence, the year of the worst refers to each one of them saying that to the other one. But anyway, the finale of that finishes with the song "No Children with the Mountain which has the lyrics: uh, "I hope I cut myself shaving tomorrow. I hope I bleed all day long." Uh, <laughs> they always say it's darkest before. Uh, they always say it gets darker before it gets. I always say it's darkest before it gets lighter, 
but I, I hope they're all wrong. I can't quite remember the lyrics, which is really bad, because I listen to this song quite a lot. But anyway, the main chorus line is, I hope you die. I hope we both die. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's 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 not a happy song uh, at all, uh, but it's so beautiful and true and really just raw. And then Julian Baker did a cover of it, uh, most of it, like a totally new rearrangement, a, re- a totally new arrangement, a rearrangement, uh, going into her song uh, Blacktop, which is. Which is a song about a car crash that she got in when she was uh, either drunk or high, I can't remember the whole story, and almost died. Um, <laughs> hooray, she's sober now, so I think I mentioned that when I was talking about her a couple of episodes ago. So, like, the juxtaposition of those two very depressing songs and each other is stunning. And then, uh, I forget, I think his name's Runner now. The guy from the Mountain Goats heard that cover because it was uploaded like immediately and then the next night he did a cover of her cover because <laughs> the song he's been, he's like he introduced it as, as a song that I have performed hundreds of times <laughs> and I want to do it a bit differently uh, but yeah so I'll, I'll put on like videos of people performing live and it just makes me it makes me happy sad you know that feeling of um Oh, this is so like good, and some of the some of them are terrible quality. Um, not every not every recording can have the fidelity of a bunch of seals singing "Kiss from a Rose" by Seal. But man, that genuinely like watching these uh, things it just transports me to these places, and not like in a dreamlike way where Robert Smith is going to shout at me but in this sort of uh, way of oh I can't wait until I get to be in a large group of people all enjoying an artist just pouring their heart and soul into a song and performing it for us because there's very few things in the world that are better than that yeah so I want you to stay well Stay safe, stay at home, and if you haven't already stopped this and went and watched that video, go and what are you doing? Go on YouTube and look at the video of Seals singing Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Do it. My name is Mara Joy. Goodbye. <laughs>